This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome here to another fabulous Tuesday night. That's right, I am Cam. I'm Andy. And I'm Matt. And this is International Coming Out Day. Here on Palmy Pride on Manawatu's People Radio. Or as we like to call it, Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. I wouldn't say we all like to call it that, but... I like to call it that. Wipe your seats down. (laughs) Uh, so coming out International coming out week so day. Our first song is of course Diana Ross singing I'm coming out Okay and I want the world to know Here we go
That was Donna S- Diana Ross. Diana Ross. You want to say Donna Summer? Yeah, right? yeah. So in 1979, Diana Ross commissioned the Chic founders, uh, Niall Rogers and Bernard Edwards, to create some material for a new album after taking her daughters to see Chic in concert. Rogers uh, got the idea for I'm Coming Out after noticing three different drag queens dressed as Diana Ross at, at a drag bar. Uh, drag club uh, called Gigi Barnum Room um, in New York that had a trapeze with flyers um, soaring over the dance floor. Thus, ever since the song has been interpreted as a celebration of lesbian, gay, bisexual or transgender identity and the encouragement of self-disclosure. There you go. I just remember Diana Ross for the big hair in the red dress, and didn't she cause a scene at the airport? I don't know. Yeah, there was a thing where she caused a scene at an airport. Mm-hmm. For I mean, she wasn't a Jar Jar Gabor slapping a police officer, but <laughs> alrighty. Um, so it is coming out International Coming Out Day. Um, pick a number between one and five, Matt. Four. Oh, I can count. Okay. okay. The daughter of actors Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe, oh, Ryan Philippe, uh, known as Ava Philippe, opened up about her sexuality in January Q&A on her Instagram account. Though she didn't specifically label herself, but she did, she did say that she is attracted to people regardless of gender when asked whether or not she likes boys or girls. I'm attracted to people. Philippe wrote, uh, gender is whatever. Nice. There you go. I have a list of people in front of me who have he come does. out. He's got a celebrities. Oh, Ryan Philippe, though. I, yeah. I actually have no idea who he is. I'm sorry. Uh, I know what he did last summer. Mm. Yeah. Um, Boogie Nights. Oh, right. Was okay. it Boogie Nights? No, Studio mm. 54. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I will have to still have to Google all him. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene with a Santa jacket. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. All righty. Let's go. Let's go to another song. Uh, this is You Can't Pray the Gay Away by Laura Bell Bundy. Here we go. Brothers and sisters, prayer is a powerful thing. In these trying times, we pray. We pray hard. But there are some matters where we would be better servants of the Lord by accepting what is and not bothering Him. Come on! You can't pray the gay way. You can't pray the gay way. No matter what your preacher say. No matter what your preacher say. There's no fighting denied. You can't pray the gay way. Mama, just cause your baby boy took your high heels off the shelf And daddy thought football would make a man of him But now he spends all his time cruising the gym You can't pray the gay way You can't pray the gay way No matter what you preachers say No matter what you preachers say There's no fighting tonight Well, the Reverend Bill at the Church of Christ says he needs free 
pray the gay way. You can pray the gay way. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting DNI. You can pray the gay way. You may not know it, but you know lots of them. Statistically speaking, one out of every ten. Call him Auntie Fred. Mama says he's harmless, less he's trying to give you head. Oh, you can't pray the gay way. You can't pray the gay way. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting tonight. You can't pray the gay way. You can't pray the gay away. No, you can't. Now, just just before we go any further, I just want to slip something. Can I have heard a rumor, Cameron? You have, Cameron. I've heard a rumor. A rumor. A rumor that it's someone's forty fifth birthday coming up soon. Oh, it's not mine. Oh, is it not yours? Or it's not mine. Is it yours, Matt? No. No. Oh, is it Malgra's 45th birthday? It sure is. Oh, my life. What are we doing to celebrate Malgra's 45th birthday? We are doing an afternoon of bingo and afternoon tea with cake. Wonderful. You have to specify that there is cake there. Um, So there is an afternoon tea slash a bingo. of. uh, So go to church in the morning. Come to Dirty Bingo in the afternoon. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be great. Uh, we'll release some more details soon. It is going to be at Focal Point here in Palmerston North. So we will put a link up on our Facebook page. Or, or as Mrs. Bouquet would say, a candlelight supper. Um, so we'll put a link up on our Facebook page, for uh, on the Palmy Pride Facebook page, and you all can book some tickets and come along. It's going to be a great afternoon. Mm. Always a bunch of laughs, and we always give away a bunch of cash. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And some cool prizes too. That indeed. All right, what do you got over there, okay. Sweet Pea? It's taken 30 years, but in a momentous decision, the Supreme Court has, after long and painful, after a long and painful journey, quashed sex uh, abuse convictions against Christchurch crash worker Peter Ellis. Um, Ellis died in September 2019, but supporters say he would have been delighted with the decision to set um, aside his 13 convictions on charges he sexually abused children at the Christchurch uh, Ch- Ch- uh, Civic Child Care Centre, where he was a teacher between 1986 and 1991. In a decision released on Friday, New Zealand's highest court decided a substantial miscarriage of justice had resulted from the ex- expert evidence given at Alice's jury trial in 1993. It also revealed Alice's appeal nearly stranded after his death, which two, um, with two of the five Supreme Court judges deciding the appeal should not go ahead for shame. Um, in a general comment, the court said, with the benefit of hindsight, the court considered that the special care and attention required for a case of such uh, unprecedented complexity was underestimated at the time of the investigation and trial, and this resulted in a miscarriage of justice. The release of the judgment marks the end of a long and painful journey 
through the courts for the, uh, the many people involved in this case. Justice Minister uh, Kerry Allen said on Friday she had sought advice on compensation. Uh, the Cabinet guidance on compensation um, don't currently provide for posthumous uh, compensation, she said. Um, the court's main reasons for quashing their conviction were faulty evidence given by then Christchurch specialist psychiatrist Karen Zellis and contamination of the children's account by parental questioning. Zellis supervised the interviews of the child complainants and helped the police with the investigation. Zellis, now a writer and editor, advised the jury in 1993 about consistency between the behaviours of the children and the behaviours of sexually abused children of the same age. The Supreme Court concluded that although the risk of contamination was traversed at trial, the jury was not fairly informed of the level of risk, Zealous had effectively dismissed the possibility of contamination. So there you go, Peter Ellis after all these years it's been quashed and and it's it's such a shame because he, he passed away in prison he, No. He didn't pass away in prison? No. I he, thought he did. He had he spent uh, seven of ten years in prison. Wow. And he it ruined his life essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um utterly destroyed him. And um but yeah, he braved on through it, um, determined to prove his innocence and um now these these allegations have been quashed, the charges have been quashed. All the quick convictions have been quashed. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean it bring. I guess it rest, restores his mana, and that was the key focus of continuing with the efforts to um, to take it through the Supreme Court, the appeal process. But it's still pretty pretty crap though. When there's such, a, yeah, yeah, there is a clear, you know, miscarriage of justice there. Yeah. That, that I think it's owed to them to to go to the end for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so but I'm yeah, um, his whanau has stood by him. Ex work, ex colleagues have stood by him because they would. Many of them were also um, accused, and yeah, he was the one they went for. Peter yep. was a very out gay man, um, and yeah was constantly throughout the in, the inquiry concerned for the children. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was all about that. So, mm. Mm. All righty, I picked someone else off my list. Okay. I've been given this list of people that have come out. I don't know what number it is, um, but uh, he starred in a movie that was – I loved, and I think it's one of those cult films. Uh, the legendary actor, uh, the legendary Hedwig in the Angry Inch, and Joe versus Carol actor uh, came out as non-binary in March. So we're talking about John Cameron Mitchell. Uh, came out as non-binary in March. Interview with Pride. Lately, I've been getting a little bit of flack from people saying. Only trans people can play that role because it's a trans role, Mitchell said. But his beloved Hedwig role, I'm not trans. I'm non-binary, and that's a slippery slope because the character is forced into an operation and is really not trans, and is not really trans. If you haven't seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch, I suggest you do. Um, if you don't like the movie, you might like the soundtrack. The soundtrack's blimmin' awesome. 
Always there can't be a good soundtrack. That's what I. In fact, I shall see if we can get a song from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. See what we can do. I think I've got some at home stashed yeah. away in the laptop. Right. Okay. Uh, the next song coming up for the coming out week is uh, "We Are Who We Are" by Keisha with the dollar sign. Right. Is that no. brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack Keisha? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> If you're one of us, then roll with us Cause we make the hipsters fall in love When we got our hot pants on and up And yes, of course we does We run in this town just like a club And no, you don't wanna mess with us Got Jesus on my necklace Got that glitter on my eyes Stockings ripped all up the side Looking sick and
just cut world? her off. You can't just cut her off Keisha, there. we are who we are. Uh, so Keisha is on our list of people who came out. Um, in 2019, she told Attitude that she was bisexual in an open relationship. She took to Instagram in June to celebrate Pride Month and took it even further about, talk even further about her sexuality, reminding everyone that she is in fact a queer icon and is not gay and not straight. Uh, she said, in case I haven't been straightforward enough, laugh out loud. LOL. Oh my God, LOL. Uh, I just wanted to take a sec to tell everyone that you're not only enough just as you are, but the world is so <clears throat> lucky to have you. She wrote in her post, I'm not gay and I'm not straight. I don't know what I am. I love people. I love people because we're all in our own little... Con- I think she was drunk when she wrote this. Oh, anyway, it was, oh no, oh, it takes a turn. No, I'm not going to read that out. (laughs) No. Right. Wonderful. It's great that she felt the need to come out. Okay, who else is on the list? Oh, um, okay, so pick. Three. Pick, really? Number three. Oh, number three. Uh, Trinity the Tuck. Oh, gorgeous. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9 finalist, finaliest. Oh, she's a finaliest. And All Stars 4 co-winner came out as transgender and non-binary. Cool. In an emotional March Instagram post, sharing her long, uh, sharing the, their long-going journey in the hopes that they can help others going through the same thing and feel more seen. Uh, Cam, one out of three? Okay. One to three? One. Uh, little Wop. Who? Little Wop. What Wop? <laughs> wop Wop. Uh, the Chicago rapper came out as bisexual to his 300k plus followers in February on Instagram. Post where he donned pigtails and a crop top. I'm bisexual captioned and post simply, I like girls and guys. It's whatever. Good on him. Okay. I'm going to look up two? Little, number two. Jasmine Kennedy. Another RuPaul. It is, yeah. Uh, in an emotional episode of Untuck the Dead in February, RuPaul Drag Race season 14 contestant. God, are they up to 14? Mm-hmm. They're about to do 15. Oh, my life. Contestant Jasmine Kennedy opened up about her gender identity and her journey to self acceptance and how seeing out other trans queens like Corey Colby helped reaffirm she, how she always felt about who she is. Before coming here, I was about to start hormones. She told her castmates, and coming here I was scared and didn't want to have to go through the process while I was going through that. But seeing Carrie and seeing how confident she is in in who she is, it just further affirmed what I've been feeling my whole life. Cool. Okay. So that is that all of them? No, there's lots more, and they there's all range from like, Sports stars to yeah, more. There's another rapper. Oh, little oh. little Uzi Hurt. Oh, sorry, little little Uzi Vert. Never heard of that one. July was an eventful month for little Lil L I L Uzi U Z I Vert. Okay. Uh, the rapper made headlines when they publicly updated their pronouns to they them on Instagram bio. The update happened. In tandem with the SoundCloud release of Space Cadet, a fresh track from the artist's upcoming LP, Pink. 
Along with the corresponding pronoun update in the release of their new track, the shift was significant for another reason. It happened the same week as International Non-Binary People's Day, which is celebrated on July the 14th. Very cool. Aussie Olympic gold medalist and rugby player, Elia Green, Mm -hmm. came out as a trans man. Uh, Chris, a French singer-songwriter called Chris, opened up about his gender identity and his new stage name, Christine in the Queen's Presence mm-hmm. Red Car. In the Queen's Presence Red Car. And in August, TikTok video. Uh, Gina Malone. I think Christine in the Queen's performed at the finale of um, Drag Race 13 or something, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Might Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yes. Rebel Wilson. Uh, yeah. Becca Tilly, um, who is, she publicly came out as part of the LGBT plus community. And revealed that she is dating singer Hayley Kyoko. That one. We've had Hayley Kyoko sing on this show. You make it sound like she's live in house. We've had her sing on the show. She just brought her little guitar in. We Um, did it. Charlie Cora, Disney. Yes, now that one's interesting. So earlier this year, Charlie publicly came out as transgender and said that they used the gender neutral pronouns while condemning the anti LGBT while condemning the anti-LGBTQ bills, particularly the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida. Florida, well, that's just a weird one. Uh, they shared, I'm so proud to be a member of the LGBT plus community. It's very important to me and my brother Aiden and my parents Sherry and Roy P. Disney. As members of the Disney family, standing up for equality has always been what we do. I hope you will help us fight for equality everywhere. Now... Is that Disney as in... Yes. It's a small world after all, yeah, Disney. it's the Disney family. And they fight for equality. They do now. You know what I'm talking about, so eh? years ago... There's a sordid history, yeah. isn't there? Years ago, there was um, there was certainly issues. Um, I think there, were, there was like one day a month or something when people of the same sex could dance with one another. But wasn't there things with... Uh, Walt and oh, that was Walt during yeah, the war. He had some issues. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I just thought that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, same family, wow. new generation. So it's moved on. It's, it's nice that they're, that they're in anyways. Florida, which is is that Disney World in Florida? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, flow flow rider mm. and flow rider flow rider. But with the James ever right. wanted, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, um, I'm now gonna go, I'm gonna look up who that little rapper is. Yeah. Right, we're um, Tevin get... Campbell. There's a name we've not yes. heard since the nineties. Oh. Uh, the Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and R&B star opened about his sexuality on social media in March, and a now deleted tweet uh, that was screenshotted by celebrity gossip and news site the Jasmine Brand posted to Instagram the 45-year-old crooner who is best known for his early classic hits like "Can We Talk" and "I'm Ready." Reportedly confirmed. That he was gay to a fan. My mum keeps telling me Luther Vandross, Teddy Pendergrass and Tevin Campbell were gay. The fans tweet read, read to which Campbell simply quoted and tweeted and said, Tevin is accompanied by a rainbow flag and sunglass emojis. Mm-hmm. I'd heard about um, Luther Vandross. Was Luther Vandross gay? Mm. Oh, I just thought he was a snappy dresser. No, just very, you know, in telling in Narnia. Oh, please. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, was, so many was more. Out about it. Uh, Toby Ru- Rudolph, um, who was a rugby player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Jervis, a British distance swimmer. Mm-hmm. He Ju- was in the um, recent games. Olympics or something. Yeah, uh, Solomon Bates, minor league baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elia Green, Olympic gold medalist. We said her. I'm sure Gina Malone used to be an actress, and I'm sure she's in a movie called. Saved and it's got don't laugh, Kim, because mm. I think you're going to. It's got um, Macaulay Culkin mm. who plays the character in a wheelchair, don't laugh, Cameron, called Roland, <laughs> <laughs> who dresses up as a roller skate for Halloween. It is brilliant. Uh, um, <laughs> so many, you can't get any better than that. I'm sorry, yeah, like, yeah. really, no, really good movie. Um, oh, what's her name? Lizzie McGuire, is that Lizzie McGuire? I think it's the Lizzie McGuire chick crashes a car into Jesus. That's brilliant. Brilliant movie. Anyway. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Right, right, let's go to a song. Let's right. go to a song. This is by uh, Green Day called Coming Clean. Was Green Day coming clean? Uh, so I'm going to read an article now from the sports desk. Hang on a minute. No, hang on a minute. Oh, sorry. Wait sorry. a minute. You, sorry. You sorry. read? Yes, I can. Okay. Well, that's all right. We don't hold these, against I didn't you. get these special duck shooting glasses for nothing. Okay. No, they do. They do look like. All right. Do you want me to do a sports desk kind of intro? Like, okay. Okay. So openly gay footballer. Footballer, uh, Xander Murray uh, shared a heartwarming message from a fan he inspired to come out. Back in September, uh, the Gala Frieden Rover striker, uh, or Ferry Dean Rover striker, made history as the first Scottish senior football player to come out as gay. 
first it feels like the weight of the world is now off my shoulders. It can be difficult and I can feel very alone, he said via the club's website. I know it was difficult for for many years, but with other people in the game coming out, it's becoming amazing. Hopefully that SFA, must be Scottish Federation, whatever it stands for, uh, can work with other leagues and partners and look at support and drive how we help other players. On the 27th of September, the young talent took to Twitter to share a heartfelt message he received from a fan who was inspired by his groundbreaking announcement. And it says, this is quote, Hi Xander, hope you're doing okay. I just wanted to tell you that you've been a massive inspiration uh, for me to come out uh, to teammates and family, the person wrote. As a young footballer, I felt I find it difficult to be myself as it is Uh, But being gay and keeping it a secret was so challenging. I felt amazing when I told my teammates and they were so supportive. In his caption on Twitter, Murray wrote, makes it all worthwhile, young man. Since coming out as gay, Murray has remained an open book regarding his journey and the difficulties faced along the way. In a recent interview with Lorraine Kelly, the young talent said that our weight was lifted off his shoulders since opening up about his identity. I'm riding the wave. It's absolutely incredible. I'm just feeling myself for the first time in my life, he explained. Towards the end of the interview, Murray revealed the Olympic gold medalist Tom Daly reached out to him with a message of support, uh, saying, look, uh, like yourself, Lorraine, uh, he is an absolute icon. He messaged me when I was on the way back from football training in the car with four boys, and I had tears in my eyes seeing his direct message. He said... I messaged him back and went, look, I'm in the car on the way back from football, four boys, and I've got tears in my eyes, and I don't even care. I've, I've, I've fully accepted myself and been amazing. Over the last year, LGBTQ plus representation within the football industry has steadily increased. Back in May, uh, Jake Daniels made LGBTQ plus history for Britain's first actively openly gay male professional footballer since uh, Justin Fashinui in 1990. Uh, the month following Scottish referee Craig Napier and Lloyd Wilson uh, also came out as gay in an effort to create more LGBT visibility. Lastly, Joshua Kulov became the world's first top flight professional fight, flight professional footballer to come out as gay back in October 2021. So... It uh, looks like soccer is coming to be the gayest sport that there is. Um, I believe it's because of the shorts. <laughs> Just the shorts? Years ago we used to call mm. it kick and kiss. <laughs> uh, I mean, anywhere we have to kick a ball into the back of the net. Even the net makes it sound gay. <laughs> right. Let's go to a song. Okay. This is Erasure with High Head Headaway. Hideaway. Eraser. Eraser. Head away. (laughs) One day the boy decided to let them know the way he felt inside. He could not stand to hide it. His mother, she broke down and cried. Oh, my father. Why don't you talk to me now? 
That was Erasure. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do it. Do it. Okay. Air New Zealand has announced two special flights to the biggest event to hit Sydney since the 2000 Olympics. Worldwide in 2023. Australia's biggest city plays host to the Mammoth LGBTQI Plus Festival next February and March. The first time it has come to the Southern Hemisphere. Organisers are expecting 500,000 participants over 17 days and Air New Zealand is getting in the spirit with flights from San Francisco and Auckland. The national carrier, which has run pink flights, inverted commas, pink flights, uh, to Sydney Mardi Gras in the past, has enlisted RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under star Anita Wiglet to help keep passengers entertained. 
Customers on board need to get ready for the trip of a lifetime. Expect silliness, fabulous entertainment and a trip so enjoyable that the journey is just as good as the destination, said Wiglet, who also runs Auckland's K-Road Institution, Kaluzi. The direct flight from San Francisco to Sydney leaves February 20th, while the Auckland-Sydney Rainbow flight is on February the 24th. Worldwide is being held from World Pride is being held from February the 17th to March the 5th, and will incorporate the annual Mardi Gras festivities. There are more than 300 events planned, including the biggest LGBTQI outdoor dance party ever held in Australia and 50,000 strong Pride March, which will take place across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. New Zealand tourism operators are also hoping that some rainbow travellers will stop here. The size of the worldwide LGBTQI plus tourism market cannot be underestimated. Pre-COVID, the global yearly spend of rainbow travellers in the US, uh, was US$218 billion, or close to $337 billion New Zealand, not far behind the annual amount by Chinese tourists travelling overseas. Oh, there we go. I thought that was a two-pager. Oh, it's a no. one-pager and we've got another one. Ooh, should I save it, it or should Just I go it. for it? Just do it Just now. Just do it now. Oh, you ready? Can I get a drum roll for this one? It's kind of exciting. It's, that's, that's a clap or a fat person running. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, fans of Scooby-Doo have finally had confirmation of what many have known was true, that Velma is definitely gay. A clip from the franchise's new film, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo shows the Mystery Inc. member smitten and speechless when coming face-to-face with costume designer Coco Diablo. It is a scene that finally reveals on screen that James Gunn, creator of the early live-action films, wanted to but was never able to, Variety reported. Both Gunn and Tony Cavone, supervising the producer supervising producer of Scooby-Doo series, previously confirmed the long-standing character's sexuality but could not put it on screen. Gunn explained in a tweet in 2020 that the character was explicitly gay in a script in 2001, but had added the studio kept watering it down and watering it down, becoming ambiguous. The version shot, then nothing, the released version, and finally having a boyfriend in the sequel. Also in 2020, Cavone confirmed on Instagram posts the character was gay, not bi. We always planned... On Velma acting a little off and out of character when she was dating Shaggy because that relationship was wrong for her. Uh, you cannot go like that. You cannot like that. But this this is a really hard one to read. But yeah, she's a lesbian. Hmm. Wonderful. Well um, how many scenes is going to get cut in that movie for yeah. it to be played in China and all those countries? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder, eh? Like, the music, Cameron. It's a fictional character, people. Uh, we are. We're going to go to our second to last song of the Although evening. Although I did hear that that a conservative newsreader in the states basically had a meltdown over it. Oh, I've heard some weird things. They're all upset about um, Little Mermaid being played by a black person. Oh, good. good. Um, and then there was one I watched where this woman was concerned because witches were coming into her lounge. Oh, that I heard. Because they watched. Uh, the kids were watching Hocus Pocus too, yeah. which hello is about witches. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, what are you expecting, Mad? That the ah, oh, just 
Sorry, I just find that really, really Some bizarre. Some people really, really, I'm sorry, that just that takes stupid to a whole new level. But we're going to go to a play from a fabulous diva, Madonna. Look, if Beat Midler wants to cast a spell over me, she's more than welcome. <laughs> just saying. Here we go. Express yourself. <laughs>
that was Madonna with Express Yourself. So we must be close to wrapping up for the evening. We are indeed, yes. Okay, so what we got coming up, folks? We have got the event on the oh, 23rd. So we got bingo coming up uh, yeah. on the, what day was it? 23rd of October. 23rd in the of afternoon. October. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, I've got, oh, there's a Halloween show coming up on the 29th, I think, of October at the, oh, what did I say it was called? Gravity Bar. Gravity Bar. Um, what else have we got? Uh, that's all I can think of at the moment. Wonderful. Yep, those are the main ones. Okay. Cool. But we will put links on those to our Facebook page as well. Right. Yes. Yeah. So our final song tonight is an infam- a newly anthematic song for us. Is it Daphne and Celeste? You ugly? No. no. Oh, okay. Is, it's called. This I'm just checking. Me. I just so wanted to ask. Songs can do a lot more than entertain. Music, when you get it right, is among the most powerful stuff out there. In a way that I can't really just put a label on it. Said Greg Wells, producer of the Greatest Showman album. Uh, thanks to the empowering words of lyricists Paul and Pasik, um, who is gay, uh, combined with the magic touch of Wells, This Is Me has become an anthem for the LGBTQ community. It has been played in pride parades and is favorite um, favourite performance choice of Ada Vux, uh, the first drag performer to reach the top ten on American Idol. Um, at Level Loud, a music festival supporting LGBTQ young people, a trans youth brought the re- the crowd to tears by singing a rendition, I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I am meant to be, this is me. Um, state, uh, state the lyrics. An un- unapologetic declaration of identity, identity that all queer people can relate to. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. I'm so honoured that the track has been embraced by uh, by the LGBTQ community. Zed Wells, who has a personal connection to the movement from his own history um, of a friend way back in Pet- in Peterborough. So this is it. This is a rendition of uh, This Is Me. This is with Keisha and who else, Cam? Keisha Keela, K-E-A-L-A. Yeah. And Missy Elliott. And Missy Elliott. Oh, nice. Yeah. So here we go. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay safe. Stay proud. Remember those tickets for bingo. For sure. Coming out is something we do every day, but you do it when and if and if ever you want to. It's your choice. It's your power. It's about you being true to you. You're the most important person to know this information. Look after you and be utterly fabulous. I am not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, they say. We don't want your broken parts You can put your mind and do whatever you want to do Just tell yourself that you're capable too But don't do things that ain't even cool And get rid of them no good friends that's enabling you Making you feel like you won't be nothing Your life crumbling, they talk mumbling You gon' be something You are glorious We're no gangs but warriors We well-known notorious they can't stop you or block you or mock you. They mad cause you bad and they not you. You fall down but get up and skip and hop through. Kick down doors for others to walk through. You have a purpose to make you say, did I do that? Urkel. Now we call a reality virtual. 
This is who I am. This is me. Don't let them words hurt you. When the sharpest words wanna cut me down, I'm gonna send the flag, gonna drown them out. I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, 'cause here I come. Be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. Apologies, yeah, this is me. Enjoy this NPR podcast. Please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the AccessMedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz/donate.